Welcome to the dumbest smart guy podcast on the planet. This is the Central Unintelligence Podcast. Got all my hate and discontent out in the in the previous BFN recording, and now here we are for a nice and straight up B or I'm sorry, Central Unintelligence Podcast episode. This is episode number twenty two. Hot damn, deuce deuce, cooking twenty two caliber, twenty two caliber. Man, I can't wait. You know what we should do? Every time we hit a number, that's the the caliber of a bullet we should shoot one off in the backyard just to- <laughs> no, no. <laughs> um or anyways the, the failed trebuchet trebuchet arc hold on it's not it was, we have to have attempted it and then lost we haven't even tried it yet okay so it's not failed okay yeah, We're, it's, not legal it's failed i don't care if it's not legal in california we're fucking building one and it's gonna have the cup logo on it it's brought to you by oh, game yeah. rage magazine yeah, go ahead fucking indict us all yeah you know what it'll be it's for the laws okay it's for the it's for the t- the it's for the fucking views Right. So that's what Alec Baldwin's saying. That's for did it for the lulls. Well, he did it by accident. We're doing this on purpose. And we're not going to. Because the tent doesn't count, right? You don't speak for me. You don't speak for Frank. Oh, you fuck it. <laughs> You're right. I don't. So you guys can just bitch out and not go. Anyways, speaking of which, I'm Josh. As always, I'm here today with Adam. Fuck that hurt. And that's Frank saying fuck that hurts. <laughs> Adam's having an allergic reaction to something it appears like. Oh, I rubbed my eye too much at this point. Oh, now he's done. Now he's toast. Anyways. <clears throat> So uh, <laughs> we have some very interesting things to talk about today. One of which, which I, th- what the fuck is that? Oh, that's on my phone. It's probably under the couch. Probably is. Yeah. I can't grab it. No, oh, that sucks. Fuck you, Josh. Well, anyway, would you turn it the fuck off? Not till you grab it. Jesus Christ! That's how he gets me to do shit. All right, hold on, stand by. I am. Oh man, I just want to say that. We are going to really need to hire a good fucking HR sexual harassment person if we ever actually have employees, because with the rate that that Frank sexually harasses me, this is just going to be bad. We're going to get sued so much. Anyways, fucking few things to talk about today, one of which, which I would like to kind of open with this because I found it hilarious was that Adam just showed us was the <laughs> the the man or the individual known as the the Hootie hot boy or <laughs> Hootie hot pirate. Address him by his name first and then give and then lead into the uh, the dubbed names that he's been given. Oh yeah, man. So uh, his actual name is Rashid Al Haddad. He's been he's been known as the Hot Houthi Pirate. That's what they've been calling him. And uh, several, I don't know. I'm assuming they're women online or whatever that think he's hot, or maybe dudes. I don't know. Which would be hilarious, actually, if they were dudes. They have dubbed him well, Tim Houthi Chalamet. <laughs> And also Jihadi Depp, which I think is probably the best name yeah. of all time that you could have fucking possibly gotten, man. On a side note. Yeah. Uh, every year Pornhub, like, you can look up what's the most popular type of porn search in, like. Oh, by country or whatever? You can do it by county in the United Oh, really? Like, you can break it down to there. But usually, like, you can, on the wider wind, you can do it by country. Yeah. And in the Middle East, the number one is always gay porn. Man, but maybe it's just a bunch of dudes that are liking this guy, and maybe that's. 
Maybe that's what's getting him some fame on the yeah, internet. I told you guys about the man love hour in Afghanistan. You did. You did just enlighten us uh, as to the alleged uh, homosexual activities, uh, same sex activities of the like, Afghanis. Okay, well, here's the thing Is it gay if you're doing it out of desperation, not out of lust? I mean, that's a good question. I mean, it, yeah, I guess it's just, it's just, it's, it is. It's, it's nothing it, wrong that, with it. Or is that just being gay with extra steps? <laughs> no, well. I don't think there's any extra steps But then going again, on. like, they're not in another country. They, they were in their own country. They were just on a, an American base. Well, that's true. Anyways, so this guy, this this <laughs> Jihadi Depp, as, as, that's his name from now on, Jihadi Depp, all right? <laughs> as he's been taking videos of himself talking shit about taking over, you know, pirate ships or take, being a pirate or whatever and taking over ships in the Red Sea or whatever. And there's videos of him going around now, granted, it looks like this is far after the fact. Uh, some of the videos that I saw were of him, you know, going to a ship, but the ship already looks like there's everybody's been taken off of it. Whoever was uh, a member, because when he gets on board, he's walking around. The ships are just empty. There's nobody around. So the hostages or whoever have already been taken, and he's just there for the aftermath of making it look good. He's like the PR guy. It seems like the spokesperson of the Houthi rebel movement at this point. It it's a very good thing <clears throat> for them. They have a face that has so much plot armor at this point. If he dies, I I don't think the U.S. looks good. In, in, I don't know, man. Yeah, I can't wait until they say that the Houthi hot pirate has been killed in a drone strike or whatever. I can't wait until we get to see one of the generals come on the screen and he just says, guys, we got him. And <laughs> we got just show the picture of him and he's dead. He's, they're like, his car is blowing up or some shit. And they're just like, we got him. We fucking got the, we got the Houthi hot pirate. He is now toast. Imagine and how many people have, if, if this is uh, the equivalent of an e-girl for the U.S. Army or for whatever it might be, the, the fact that he's probably swayed people's opinion to Support them, yeah, probably to support the Houthi tribe and also potentially being a. I don't, I wouldn't go as far as maybe seeing anti-Semite, but anti-Semitic, or rather, yeah, maybe at best anti-Israel. Sure, yeah, at best. Yeah, I'm sure he has swayed some people's opinions. Um, I was gonna say. So he's like an e-girl, right? But yeah. because he's a terrorist, would that technically make him a T-girl? A T-girl. <laughs> to, to then probably piss them off even further. That's fucking great. Oh, man. I, I don't know what kind of future this kid has in the organization. <laughs> he's, going, but he's, he's going places. Not college. Oh, he's going no, he, yeah, he's definitely not going to college. Six feet under, that's for sure. I mean... He, I am sure there's a guy at the CIA whose job it is to just keep track of this kid. And I'm sure they have his GPS coordinates at all fucking times. And <laughs> well, I th- obviously if he's on fucking, well, that's what I'm saying. Media. He's actually on the, so, so they know, they know where he is at all times. So I'm sure they're just waiting. Like, <laughs> we're going to let this kid blow up a little bit. And then the second he hits like a million followers or views or whatever, they're just going to lights out drone strike, get rid of him. Let people know, Hey man, we're not fucking around anymore, but Man, that's so good. That is so good, man. What was his follower count? Oh shit, I didn't even see that. Hold on a second. Did it go back? Did it say what his number was? It didn't say what his actual number was. Rashid Al Haddad followers. Jihadi Debdi. Oh 
<laughs> what a name for uh what a moniker for somebody yeah that is a great that's a great fucking name man uh all right i can't find him on fucking they say he's still on instagram let me see if i can let me see if i can search him on instagram what is he called he's called the who t hot pirate jesus fuck what the fuck who, who, who knows if that's even uh well i figure i'll find it just by searching it but now nothing even comes up he might i mean if he has his account move, a, maybe he didn't son of a what know. Let's see. Uh, his screen name is... Oh, man. It's like a bunch of fucking numbers and letters. Jesus Christ. He couldn't have made this more fucking difficult. More cryptic. Uh, R42, R43. Jesus Christ. All right. Let's see if I can find it. R42, R43. This is this is a horrible segment. Yeah, right it now. is. <laughs> <laughs> just look at. I mean, I I was expecting an immediate answer. I, I no, wasn't. Didn't get one. All right. Don't no. Don't, don't bother. Anymore. Don't, don't even bother. All right. Don't even bother. Anyways, uh, yeah, I'm sure it's probably quite a bit though. Uh, well, his TikTok. Uh, you know what's funny is the China spy app TikTok nuked his account, but yet Instagram hasn't done it yet. They're allowing him to still be on there. So funny, funny how that works out. You'd think the Chinese would love this, and they'd be like, "Oh yeah, let's keep this going." Fuck, let's send him a care package or whatever. You want some fucking chips, buddy? Here you go. I mean, they're a private company. <clears throat> so, I don't know. I mean, well, I mean, eh, I don't know if they work at the behest of the Chinese government, but it, judging by the fact that you could get spied on. Then- I mean, I'd say, yeah, they definitely <laughs> probably have some sort of influence, like, you know? Yeah. So, anyways, that's fucking great. Did you have any more to add on this guy? No, it was just a little, a little fun, tidbit. Fun, little fun tidbit. Yeah. To add levity, I, I guess if you could even describe that as levity to the uh, whole regional skirmish that's going on, yeah, in, in, in the Middle East. So, if you, what do you got? So, this this just happened or just aired, I guess, yesterday or the day before. The whole Tucker Carlson goes to Russia fucking debacle. It interviews old boy Vladimir Putin now. A lot of people are fucking mad about this. And I don't think that they're mad for the right reasons, I guess, because a lot of people are saying only, you know, better. Yes, correct. No, I'm not saying I'll, in me, my me opinion, had a whole thing about it. What? Yeah. He thinks he knows best. You're, you're so, yeah, go ahead. What do you go ahead? Well, people are calling him basically saying he's a traitor and all this stuff. And it's like, okay, well, again, I don't think he's a traitor for this. I don't think it's wrong to have gone and interviewed the guy who basically is, this is the only guy from the West who's gotten an interview with this dude. Right. So no, he would ask the right questions. Okay. Again, I'll maybe give him a pass on that. He asked some of the tough questions. He didn't ask all of them. He didn't ask all the questions. He asked a couple. I'll give yeah, him. He, he, asked, he asked the ones that the script told him to ask. I don't know necessarily if that's the case. Listen, do I think this whole thing is probably set up? Yeah, maybe. But again, if we're here going to sit here and say, oh, man, we, we espouse the principles of free journalism and all this stuff, then you can't just say the guy's a traitor just for going over there and fucking getting an interview with the guy. Now, I, if I you went over said, there and I never, said... I never say he was a traitor for that. Yeah, you're saying he's a traitor for not asking the right questions. Yeah. 
Okay, not having journalistic integrity maybe is 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 what that would be. Okay, so maybe. But I don't think traitor, you're a traitor by saying he's not a traitor, but he's a punk ass bitch. Okay, yeah, I could agree with that. That's a fair statement. I could definitely agree with that. He did really look like a punk ass bitch when Putin fucking tells him, "Oh, hey, uh, didn't you try to didn't be you the CIA? didn't you try to en- enroll in the CIA back in the day?" And then he goes like, "Oh, like how's he know that?" And then and then he goes, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, I remember." And then he goes, "You know." Probably a good thing that they didn't actually let you in. And I said, God damn, like the whole tone of the thing changed as soon as Putin fucking said that to him. And <clears throat> I mean, I I don't it's not like a secret because that's it's out there that that he that Tucker Carlson did try to get into the CIA. It's not like a, a secret that nobody knows. But I do think it's funny that that he brings it up just to be like. Hey, bitch, you know, I have your whole fucking file. I have your whole application, right? Because, uh, I mean, listen, Putin was in the KGB, so obviously he's got all this shit. <laughs> Putin's, next, Putin's next question is, hey, when's the last time you followed the third floor? <laughs> hey, hey, what floor of the hotel are you staying on? I'm just curious. And, and again, I will maybe also give him a pass for the fact that, yes, you get in there. Okay, you're on home territory of the Russians. Okay, you're in, you're behind enemy lines at this point. If you are being a legit journalistic integrity you, type individual, right? How do you get in? I thought we're not allowing flights to Russia. <laughs> Who the fuck knows? I don't know if we're not. I don't know if we're doing that. I don't know if we're not allowing flights to go to Russia. I don't know if we're necessarily doing that. But I would say <clears throat> that understanding the fact that you're on their home territory and they are famous for just killing people, especially journalists, I would be, I would say, okay, maybe you don't want to fucking push the buttons uh, too hard on this one. I could maybe see, now, if it was me, I would not have that same mentality. But I could say, okay, I could see how you could think that. I'd maybe give him a pass for not asking the all of the fucking questions that need to be asked. Um, and for those of you that didn't see the interview, I mean, Christ, it's like two hours and seven minutes of of shit. And really the first... God damn, the first like half hour is literally Vladimir Putin giving a goddamn history lesson about the history of the land of Russia. And Tucker Carlson just he continually asks him every like five minutes. Okay, so I understand that. But how is this relevant again to why you invaded the Ukraine? And then Putin just goes, I'm getting there. And he says, so King Vlorelson of fucking Slovakia had a baby with Queen's Queen Catherine of fucking Russia. And then therefore that land became part of Russia. And but he goes on and on and on. He fucks talks all this shit. Right. Wait, Slovakia joined because of Catherine the Great. No, no, no. I, I'm just using that as an example. Oh, okay, I was I, say that. that makes sense. It's, those countries. Did, she was too busy fucking horses. He was talking. Yeah. He was talking about like in the 800s. He was he was going back to and talking all through the. 11th, yeah, but did, he ever talk, did he talk about how Joseph Stalin gifted the whole land to Poland? Yeah, he did actually talk about that. Yeah, if, then if it was given away, why is he taking it back? Well, he said, well, one of the things that he brought up was, yes, he did bring up stuff about like World War II, right? And so he was basically leaving out a lot of pertinent information regarding World War II. Yes, he was talking about how, oh, the Polish were working with the Nazis and blah, blah, blah. And they gave the Nazis this these areas. Well, I mean, they were... Taken over by the John Nazis. Well, this was prior to, which is correct. This was that whole time prior to September 1st, 1939, when Germany attacked Poland, invaded, right? Basically, they're talking about up to that point, the British and basically everyone else in Europe was essentially just giving fucking uh, Hitler what he wanted. They were just appeasement. appeasement. Yes, it was the appeasement protocol. And so 
Putin's talking shit and saying that the Polish were basically working with the Nazis and giving them these lands, which, okay, everybody was doing that. So I can't really fault the Polish for doing that because the British, everyone in Europe appeased Hitler until it was no longer feasible. And by that time, Hitler had already taken too much shit and then decided he needed to invade Poland because they finally told him no. So all they were doing was just delaying the invasion by appeasing him. So I don't think that's working with the Nazis. I think that's not a fucking accurate statement that was made. Um, Tucker Carlson didn't, what was that? Probably lean back in the chair. What, what cracked? Mm-hmm. Oh, God, I hope you're not breaking the chair. Anyways, so. Yeah, I'm going to be the one that breaks it. Huh? You heard me. Yeah, you are going to be the one that breaks it. So anyways, I don't, I think that Tucker Carlson didn't hit him hard enough on, because he's trying to present these things as facts. You got to fucking hit him. Maybe, maybe he just doesn't know, I guess, but I, I you know, you got to go back and hit him back, right? You got to say, hey, man, that's technically not really right. You're just skewing history here. And so he was basically saying about how these are the reasons why these things that date back all the way to the 800s. This is why Ukraine is territorially needs to be part of Russia again, right? So with all that being said, he also left out the part about how you guys, the Russians lost, like, yes, the Russians lost the Cold War, okay? They lost, right? The Soviet Union lost so one of the things that doesn't get brought up is when you lose and you lose territory because again we've talked about this as to why the ukraine became its own country was because they had told the russians hey the ukrainian territory had the most nuclear weapons of the russian arsenal they had the highest amount Mm -hmm. and we're going to become right well they were also going to become an independent state so they said Hey, we're, we've got all these nukes, so go fuck yourselves. We're just going to be an independent state. And so then the U.S. and Russia came together and said, all right, listen, we can't have this fucking state have all these nuclear weapons. We just can't have it. this new infant state that could potentially turn into a fucking third world country or get overthrown or have all kinds of crazy shit going down. We can't have nukes just floating around. So they told the Ukraine, hey, we both agree we're going to give you guys a pass and we're going to let you become a state. And as a matter of fact, we, Russia and the United States, are going to protect that right indefinitely as long as you give up all the nuclear weapons that you have. So Ukraine said, hell yeah, that's a hell of a deal. We'll take, I'll take that deal. So they take the deal and Russia then basically undermines it the entire time and doesn't, it just slowly takes and encroaches on their territory. So that's something that wasn't brought up that I thought Tucker Carlson really should have fucking been talking about. I think he should have kept bringing that up about how you guys signed on the dotted line and said you were going to protect their right to exist if they gave up nuclear weapons and you didn't. And I also think you should have been hitting him on the fact that, hey, you guys lost. So when when people lose, right, uh, when they lose in war, they sometimes have to lose territory and give it up. So, But that doesn't mean 60 years later that you get to say, oh, no, no, that's that's my land. Uh, we fought a war, bitch, and you lost. Did so he, Did he even touch the subject about how they're trying to clean back Alaska? No, he didn't even. I don't think he even brought that up. I didn't hear anything about that. And, and, and again, that's just a hollow fucking, again, yeah, we took it and you lost. Okay. We didn't take Alaska. We bought it. Well, right. That's what I'm saying. But like you lost. You you lose. We we own it. Too bad. You can't take it back. It, just because it was yours at one point doesn't mean it is now or it gets to be again. So too bad. So too bad, so sad. You know. Um and he didn't even touch the whole thing about how Russia's kidnapping people from Cuba. Yeah, he didn't even talk about that. That's what I'm saying. He's right. There was a lot of shit that he didn't bring up. In the two hours and seven minutes that he had with Putin, it was unfortunately Basically, Putin just seemed like he kind of controlled the whole interview. So I don't, I wouldn't say that, like I said, that he's a traitor. 
I would say that, yeah, maybe he's a punk ass bitch, but sure. Part of me can understand why. Cause you know, you're just going to get thrown out of a third story for a fourth story fucking window, or you're going to get radiation poisoned and die. You know what you should have told him? Uh, All right. Let's have this on neutral land. Let's go in. Let's go this in India. <laughs> Cause you know, the, he knows the world, the world court had him arrested. If he went to India. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I just don't think that. I don't think I think the the people that are losing their shit about this are not. I think this is just it's irrelevant. It's it's this is irrelevant in the scope of things. And listen, Putin said it. He said that they're not going to be defeated in the Ukraine. And he's right. They're not going to be defeated in the Ukraine. Well, as long as we stay out of it. And as long as Poland stays out of it. And as long as the rest of NATO stays out of it. But. Poland's the only country in Europe that wants to get in there. Oh, yeah, they do. Now, they want shit for it, though. They want some of their territory that is in the Ukraine that they want. That they, they wanted, they're going to kind of, I mean, listen, let's just be honest. They're going to I mean, all the way, part of Ukraine was part of Poland. Yeah, exactly. It was. Um, but after World War II, that's when the Russians took that. Mm-hmm. They kept it. So. Well, that was the whole thing. They both, that's why they invaded Poland. Well, that's why they helped the Nazis invade Poland. Right. So basically it'd be East and West. Well, and that's another thing that he doesn't bring up. He talks shit about the Russians or the, the Polish working with the Nazis. Well, uh, saying that they were friends, uh, Hitler and Stalin were good buddies up until Hitler decided to lose his shit and invade Russia. Like they were friends. Like they were, they had a treaty that they that they were just basically saying, "Hey, we're not gonna fuck with you. You don't fuck with us, right? Cool." Warsaw Pact. Yeah, exactly. That was basically just the treaty that said, "Hey, we're gonna stay out of your shit. You stay out of our shit." Yeah, look it up just to make sure. But but honestly, <clears throat> I mean, it's my belief that that's the whole reason Germany. Really, that's when the tide started to turn against Germany. I mean, was when they fucked up and invaded about Russia. Technology, Germany should have won. Oh, absolutely! They had the best tanks. They had the best fucking. They had all the best shit. And they, had, they actually towards the end of the war, they had that. Jet oh, they fighter. had the jet fighter that we had nothing on that. There was shit. no answer for it. Nope, we had nothing for it. We would have gotten asses eaten. Huh? What? Mm, maybe I'm wrong. Let me see. Uh. The Warsaw Pact, formerly the Treaty of Friendship. <laughs> formerly the Treaty of Friendship? The Treaty of Friendship, dude. Oh, man. It's like the Jericho <laughs> Festival of Friendship with Kevin yeah. Owens and Chris Jericho. Oh, man. Uh, it was a collective defense treaty signed in Warsaw, Poland, between the Soviet Union and seven other Eastern Bloc social republic, socialist republics of Central and Eastern Europe in May 1955. That was oh, that was definitely not it. Yeah. What was the <laughs> thing? Like, there, there wasn't there an actual treaty though between? I feel like there was. There was a treaty by signed by all the Axis, so saying that they would work together and not and not help the other nations. I'm talking about I'm talking about Stalin and, and no, but yeah, yeah okay. Here in the night of 23rd to 24 August 1939, Germany and the Soviet Union signed a non-aggression pact known as the Molotov-Ribbentrop Pact. Yeah, oh, the tri- way off. The, the one I'm talking agreed- about is the tri- the Tripartite Pact. Oh, yeah. And it says countries agreed that they would not attack each other and secretly divided the countries that lay between them. So they made a deal with Hitler and said, hey, we're not going to fuck with each other, but you give us some land and we'll let you keep some land. And hey, it's all good, right? You guys took over this land, but we want some, too. That was the deal. They they made a fucking deal. So I don't think Putin has any fucking right to talk shit about Poland appeasing or making deal with the Nazis. And it's this whole thing. He he, he kept alluding to the whole thing about how the Ukrainians are Nazis. And okay, sure, maybe there was evidence that one platoon or company was uh, using Nazi regalia in their fucking shit in the Ukraine, sure. 
But that doesn't that's not indicative of the entire fucking country of itself. Yes, there are some assholes here in the United States that are quote unquote Nazis that have SS shit and all that stuff, right? But you can't say that all Americans are Nazis because of that. That's just the, the minority. That's just some assholes doing some doing some dumb shit. So I don't think it's fair to call the whole country a Nazi organization. Um, especially when I think I think Zelensky's actually Jewish. So it's, so it's like that doesn't even make sense. So I, you know. I he was basically trying to justify the reason why they're in the Ukraine and why they're doing what they're doing. You trying to justify though why they went to war. Oh, I'm sorry, not war. Um, special smooth braid operation. Yeah, basically. And sure, I don't think there's any justification for it. And there's definitely no fucking justification for why it's taking you this long to take over this fucking country. And there's definitely no justification why a modern military with modern technology will shoot down its own planes. Oh, I know. That is that is ridiculous. Like I, <laughs> we did it 40 years ago and haven't done it since. Yeah, exactly. So I think that the interview was there were some interesting parts to it. There were also some parts when they were talking about I mean, I the dollar, what, right? The reason I get why people call him a traitor is because honestly, that interview was just Russian propaganda. Eh, I don't know if well, yes, the shit that Putin was saying is is obviously was all Russian propaganda. Yeah, but he wasn't debuting it debunking it he wasn't asking any really true hard See, questions and also i don't know but if again, maybe i understand why yeah but that the re i understand why but the fact still doesn't change that he made a propaganda video for putin i mean i can kind of see that point but i also i also don't think that i'd be willing to give tucker carlson the benefit of the doubt that maybe he just wasn't he didn't know these things because obviously he didn't know what putin was going to answer Sure, I'm sure Putin had the questions beforehand, right? That's how he was able to come up with all this shit. I'm sure that was part of the deal. But I don't think that Tucker Carlson was given the answers. So if he's going to go on this monologue about 800 fucking uh, AD fucking Russia history, I, you know, I could see him not being able to debunk these things if he didn't, if he just didn't know. Because he didn't, I mean, listen, if I was going to go into an interview with Putin and ask him why, the first question he asked him, why did you invade the Ukraine? That was what, that was the first fucking question he asked him. And the answer, I wouldn't have gone in there expecting him to give that answer that he gave. And so I may have not been fully prepared. Like, listen, I don't know shit about the stuff he was talking about from the 800s. Or I had to look a lot of that shit up. Uh, but the stuff about World War II, yeah, I knew about that. And I give maybe Tuck Carlson a bit of a doubt. Maybe he doesn't fucking know. Um, so maybe that's why he couldn't really debunk him or, or whatever. Is he just sitting there listening and waiting for an answer. But... Uh, another one of the interesting things that they were talking about was the U.S. dollar. And uh, Tucker Carlson did try to bring up stuff about China. Mm -hmm. And Putin just wanted nothing to do with that. Because I, again, view that Putin has bent the knee to China. And they are the clear number two to China going to be the future number one, right? So him saying, oh, we're not here to talk about China. We're not here to say about that. Um, but he was saying about how the U.S. fears a strong Russia and it fears a strong China, right? That's what he was like saying. They, they fear a strong US. And one of the things that he brought up, which this is where I think we strayed, like the United States, we strayed from the path after Reagan got Gorbachev to tear down the wall and got communism to end and the Soviet Union collapsed, right? After that happened, I think we had a real opportunity to turn Russia into an ally as opposed to an enemy. Mm -hmm. And I think we fucked up. With NATO? I think, no, no, NATO already existed, but I think that we fucked up by not letting them in. I think we should have said, hey, 
Now that you guys are cool, you've decommissioned everything, you're not communists anymore. Um, what if we what if we let you in the name? Maybe not right away. Maybe it takes a few years because we just spent 30 years fighting this quote unquote cold war against them. Mm-hmm. Maybe we wait five or ten years. And then uh one of the things that Putin said, which was very interesting to me, was he he brought up how he had a conversation with Bill Clinton when Clinton was uh in his last year of, of office in like 99, I think, which I think so was, this is when he was still, this was the cigar first deep, cigar deep in Monica Lewinsky. Yeah, pretty much. But this was, I think the first or second year that Putin was president. Cause Putin got, has been president for like 20 something years. Like I think it was 98 or 99 when he got elected or quote unquote elected as president of Russia. And so he said, he asked Bill Clinton, he said, Hey, I want to ask you a serious question. And he says, if I asked to join NATO, what, what would the answer be? And Bill Clinton looked at him and said, hey, you know what, man? Yeah, I think I think you could join NATO. Yeah, you know, hey, I think we could get you into NATO. And I think you, you, I would be like in favor of that. And Putin said, hey, cool. So they said the next night, Bill Clinton comes out. They're having some dinner. He brings him aside and he said, hey, man, sorry to, you know, I know we talked about the NATO thing last night. And I said, yeah, I was talking to some of the other people in NATO and uh, they basically told me that's a hard pass. So I think that, that it's not going to, it's going to be no. So, for Putin, he's basically saying, hey, man, that no is a no. You guys don't want me? That's fine. I'm going to go off and do my own thing here. So my whole thing is I think when, when, when Russia got done or when the USSR became Russia, I think we should have fucking made a serious attempt to get them in or made, made, it, made it happen. Because let's be honest, when it comes to NATO – Yes, everyone has voting rights and everyone says this shit, but the United States of America runs the fucking show, okay? No ifs, ands, or buts about it. We fucking make the decisions as to what happens with NATO because we are the largest production of military equipment for NATO. Everything's to our standard. Everything, we run the show. We, we put in the yeah, most that money. The reason, that's the reason I don't get why Trump wanted to pull us out of NATO when they're our biggest source of income, one of our biggest source of income. Well, I think his plan, and this is where I'm, this is where I think he was, a, he was trying to maybe be cross that bridge with Russia and say, hey, listen, maybe we can't get you into NATO, but what if we pull out and we say, hey, we would like to be friends with you? I think if we were friends with Russia, if we would have did this 20 fucking years ago and let Russia into NATO or at least been kind of allies with them, I think that the world that exists now would be very, China would be a non-issue. Because if, granted, instead of us manufacturing everything in China, we could have just done the same thing in Russia because guess what they have? They have prison colonies in the fucking snow and they put their prisoners to work. So we could have got the same cheap labor, probably even cheaper labor than we got from China. Yeah, but it it probably... And again, nah, all that shit from China was shit anyways, right? I was going to say, it'd probably be the same quality, right. too. Shit is shit. So who cares where the shit's made? Well, We're saying, not like, friends with China. Like right now, what was it? The whole global plan right now is to try to switch production shifts from China to, to Mexico. Mexico. yeah. Because they do it cheaper and, and better, higher quality. Right. Yeah. And, but anyways, but if we would have done this 20 years ago and been friends with Russia, I think that the global geopolitical scene as it's playing out right you now. Russia, you think in this scenario, Russia would have adopted the U.S. dollar? Oh, absolutely, because they had they would have had to. Russia, after the Cold War ended in the 90s to the fuck 2010s, Russia was but most they, of it was a third world fucking country. Most this, of it now is still a third world country. In this scenario, would we be on would we be helping the Russians take over Ukraine? Yeah, maybe. Or maybe <laughs> the, everybody would just be fine and nobody would give a shit because they'd say, hey, Honestly, cool. If, 
if that would have happened 20 years ago, like right off the bat, I don't think as many countries would have signed away from Russia. Yeah, I think that a lot of them would have been like, oh, shit, we don't have to worry about getting fucked up because we're all on the same team now. Mm-hmm. So, hey, cool, let's all just be on the same team. We fought this fucking Cold War against each other for fucking 30 years. Hey, let's all be friends. Let's all be cool. Oh, dude, with Russia and the U.S. Oh, push, unstoppable. Pushing against Europe. Oh. Fuck, dude, it might actually, the U.S. dollar might actually have been the fucking... There would be nothing that BRICS could do to this day. Well, BRICS wouldn't include Russia today, but that alliance, if China wanted to still try to do the same thing monetarily, right? There would be nothing they could do if Russia was on our side right now. There would be nothing they could, they could not touch anything. You know what's funny? Uh, I don't know, I'll say it's funny, but I was um, uh, reading this book. Uh-huh. What's it called? It was mostly about the PJs. Uh-huh. And one of the operations they did was a, a Russian pilot crashed off the coast of Alaska. Uh-huh. And he was closer to us than he was to Russia. And so the PJs were sent to retrieve him. Retrieve him. Well, rescue him. Yeah, yeah. And the Russians, Russians gave them the uh, pass to land in Nova Scotia, I think it's over there by Alaska. Oh, uh, somewhere in Canada you're talking about? Yeah, they, no, not Canada, sorry, um. Part of Russia. Oh, Novorosk or something like yeah. that? I don't know. Uh, but they did have fuel to fly him out there. Uh-huh. So they flew him back to Alaska, and then they sent him back. They sent those PJs their Medal of Honor. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, to say thank you for rescuing their pilots. Yeah, and like that's some of the shit that, I mean, again, if we were all on the same team, none of, the, none of that would have fucking mattered. We would have been, you know, not but, to go Halo, but, but. But I think you're missing the most crucial red flag about that. There'd be no Red Dawn movie. <laughs> no. The Red Dawn movie came out in the 80s before communism ended. So it still could have made it. Or you could have had the Chinese. I don't know. Do it. But I I don't know. I just think that. Do you, okay, because again, I've always said about how like the difference between us and China is that the China are they're very long in the tooth when it comes to history. Right. They have been around for a very long time. And they learn from history. We've maybe been around a fraction of the time that China has existed as an organized country. Well, what's the thing? We've only been at peace for 15 years in our entire existence. Yeah, basically. Um, essentially, what, the, what, the, what they've learned is what we should have learned, which was, man, we should have made friends with more people. Mm-hmm. Instead of, as we defeated our enemies, we should have made friends with them. And I don't think that I think that's out of the realm of possibility now. I don't think that Russia will ever come back and be homies with us until we, unless we win again, mm-hmm. right? We would have to fuck up some shit and then win again. And then they'd say, all right, maybe we'll join up with you guys again, or we'll, we'll consider it so we don't get fucked up. But I just think that would have been the prime top maneuver to do is become allies with the Russians. And then all this China shit would be irrelevant because Right now, we'd still have the top military in the world in terms of equipment, in terms of fucking combat experience, right? We'd still have all that shit. And we'd also have the strongest blue water Navy. And shit, if you maybe combine some of the Russian shit in there, obviously not let them have all the good shit that we have, but man, include some of their fleet, make them, you know, seaworthy for... Oh, the SU-57 might actually have more than three planes. I mean, shit, it probably would because we they would have adopted our military industrial complex heavily and, you know, they, they'd be spitting no, out we, good shit. If we would have built it, then they actually would have been. 
Oh, that's true. They could have built a knockoff F-22, which is basically just what it was, but a good, they could have made a good version of it. Instead of one from Wish, it'd be from um, eBay. eBay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, again, back to the interview portion of it, though. There were a lot of things that I don't think Tucker Carlson did right. I don't think he did anything. There's a couple things he did right. He asked a couple questions. Again, why do you invade yeah, the Ukraine? Didn't, he didn't push. He didn't sure. Push. No, he didn't. Obviously, that's why we got a 30-minute diatribe of of why the fuck of Russian history or whatever. That's why we got a class on that. But again, uh, part of me is understandable and sympathetic to the fact that, yes, I get it. You're you're in enemy territory, and you could very easily be killed just because you said the wrong thing to the guy who then runs he, the shit. You shouldn't have done the interview then. Sure, you shouldn't have did it there, or you should have did it maybe somewhere closer to fucking uh, the border where you could escape quicker. <laughs> I mean, shit. Uh, it'd be like okay cool I'll do it but I'm gonna have Navy SEALs with me yeah well and then that's the whole thing Tucker Carlson he didn't do this for America he didn't do this because it was the right thing to do he did it because for the money he did it for the views like he's independent he's not associated with the fucking news network anymore so he I mean his shit got like 20 million views immediately Um, you know this interview with Putin so I get why he did it and what sucks is it wasn't done for the right reason. Cause obviously it was done for that. It was done for the views. It was done for the money, whatever potential money he could get out of this wasn't done to ask the right questions or to really put him on the spot. So I don't know. I, I just think that I think that people are taking this too much to the extreme with fucking calling him a traitor and saying all this horse shit. I think that's like, honestly, at the end of the day, who gives a fuck? He just went to fucking Russia and interviewed Putin. Who gives a shit? Uh, I wouldn't say he's directly a traitor because of it, but if we if we value at least a free media, then you can't say someone's a traitor just for, for maybe fucking up an interview or doing the interview wrong or whatever. You know, he still should be allowed to go do it. And if he does it wrong, that's on him. But I don't think he's a traitor because of it. Now, if he went there and was like, you know, oh, here, let me give you some money to blow up Ukrainians or whatever. Or, hey, how can I help you blow up Ukraine? Yeah, sure. Then maybe he'd be a traitor. To the Ukrainians. <laughs> I mean, but I don't know. Anyways, you got any more to say about it? Adam, you got anything? No? All right. So moving on. Frank, do you have anything you would like to discuss? Uh, you got some bulletin points. I, I have some bulletin points, but was there anything that you specifically wanted to uh, talk oh, about? What do you got next? Uh, so one of the other things that I had listed on here was uh, Saudi Arabia basically picking their side for fucking World War Three. You mean the side they? You mean they already picked their side by funding the cyber bombing? Oh well, but they no, not Saudi, not Iran. I'm talking about Saudi Arabia. They have not. They had not officially really declared yet for a side. They did when they joined BRICS. Well, that's yes, but not. They still were. Hey, U.S., we can still get some of your you know equipment. We still want to buy your stuff, right? Well, now. They've basically made the statement saying that they are not going to. What was the exact quote that they said? Basically, what they said is that they're not going to be affiliated with anything uh, that has to do with like the United States or Israel until Palestine is recognized as a free state. So they hardline took a fucking side and said, well, that's the thing, though. Everybody, even we want to recognize Palestine, but Israel was saying no. Right, but they know what side we're on. They know what side everybody's you know what's on. Funny, if the Middle East, if one country in the Middle East, which I think it might be Jordan, uh-huh. who's still on our side, yeah, would just play ball with the U.S., we would stop giving a shit about Israel. 
Probably. Because the only reason we give a shit about Israel is because we want a foothold in the Middle East. Yeah. And if we did it, say another country in there wants to like say, hey, we'll play ball. We'd be like, you know what? Israel causing too much problems for us. Yeah, true. True story. Um, so, yeah. So I thought that was. So that's what I'm saying. Like if Saudi Arabia or Iran really wants to end this, it should get a country that's willing to work with us. True. But no one's really willing to work with us. So, um, this uh also there was the oh yeah they said there will be no diplomatic relations with israel unless the palestinian state is recognized and the aggression against the guys strip stop that was the exact quote that they that they had said in their thing so um I mean, even we told them to stop already right but i mean they're they're i mean they're they picking have, aside they did have that one hard ass line that gaza will have peace when hamas is finished <laughs> yeah that is pretty hard <laughs> um also, I did just just to not circle back to the Putin thing, but I I just wanted to say how I thought it was quite funny that basically on the same day that Putin gives this whole long-winded diatribe about the whole history of Russia, uh, essentially our own fucking president was deemed uh, essentially too senile to fucking stand trial in court, which fucking sucks. And I am I am very sad. I am very sad that that is is true. Uh, I'll, I'll read the, the quote exactly. This is from the Wall Street Journal. Uh, President Biden's age and leadership abilities are under fresh scrutiny after a special counsel report said he presented himself as an elderly man with poor memory. All right. And then specifically. In the in the thing, it had said, oh, man, where to go? I had it. Fuck. There was a specific like line that said something that I was like, Jesus Christ, like they said that he presented himself. As an elderly man with reduced faculties or something to that effect. God damn it. Why can't I find it now? Um, yeah, whatever. I can't fucking find the exact fucking thing. But anyways, yeah, it. it's just sad that. Oh, yeah, this is what he said. They said the special counsel found both a faulty memory and diminished faculties. And it said that uh, the president not only has memory issues, but also has cognitive impairment. And that he was not fit, essentially, to stand trial, which is why they were not pursuing, you know, charges for that whole classified documents thing against him specifically. So, I don't know. I don't. I there's all these conspiracy theories that Biden's not going to be the nominee come November. That someone else is going to be the nominee, and it's kind of it's kind of it's kind of starting to maybe play out that that might be true. If these if this if these things that came out are if this if he was legitimately deemed unfit to stand trial because of reduced mental capacity or reduced faculties as an elderly man, I, there's no way you can fucking be the president. Like, there's no fucking way. I mean, it, unless that is just a straight lie just to get him out of having to stand trial, which yeah, it could be. But I don't know. Some of the shit that he says, uh, he mistook, I think, the president of... I think he mistook the president of, of India as the president of Mexico or something in, in something yesterday or the day before. He referred to him as, oh, yeah, as so-so, the president of Mexico. And they're like, uh, Mr. Mr. President, that's the president of India or whatever. And he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. And it's just like, fuck, man. So, <clears throat> um, yeah, I don't know. That's, uh, that's, un- that's, that's disturbing, to say the least. So, anyway, you guys have anything to say about that one specifically? Frank? No, I already knew he was like that. 
Yeah. And also, I also thought it was interesting, not to do, not that has to do with this, but there was an inside. I got an insider trading alert uh, from Facebook or not. Well, not from Facebook, but regarding Facebook and that uh, Mark Zuckerberg just sold one hundred and thirty four million dollars worth of his meta stock or whatever. And it was the largest uh, sale he's done since 2018. And people were commenting that basically since November of 2023, he sold almost a billion dollars in meta stock. Like he's cashing out and everybody's, well, he's also building those doomsday bunkers. Like what the fuck's he pulling out all of his money for? What's he buying with it? I don't know. It's conspiratorial, but it is, it is very interesting to see why, Oh, why would he be doing that? Is, does he expect something to happen? That's going to tank the price of, of meta Apple vision. Pro. Meta has been going down. I don't think it's had a positive month. It came out. Apple Vision Pro, maybe. You think that's going to fucking kill the... Well, Not that it would kill, but well, I, mean, I mean, it's, it's, gonna, the, it's the thing that chair? has captured everybody's What about attention? Not including the fact that you have to take a mortgage out to afford to pay, buy that thing? <sighs> yeah, man. At least you can watch the, the Creed... Uh, <laughs> the Creed fucking uh, Thanksgiving already, Day Parade show or whatever. There's headsets out there that have been doing exactly what the Apple one does. Yeah, which is why I don't understand why everybody's so fucking infatuated with it. Is it just because it's, because Apple? it's Apple? Yeah, Everything with like Apple phones. Everything they have, Samsung's already had for like the past six months. And then the only thing that's new but uh physically, 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 visually, is the fucking titanium case now. Well, it's that it's the seamless integration with all the other Apple products that you have to you'd have to download a Windows app if you wanted to do that with like your PC or you know, whatever. That's I mean, that's, that's something that attracts that's third party though. You can't blame Android for not being backwards compatible well, with the Windows PC. Well, that's what I'm saying, though, is Apple already has the infrastructure with their own computers and everything. That's why people that's why I switched to everything to Apple, because it's, it's the seamless integration of literally everything. Whereas oh, I'd have yeah, to download some app that doesn't half work right. It or, works for you because, yeah, all this. shit. Right. Yeah. But if anybody actually needs to do work with computers, they, they can't use Apple because Apple can't support it. Can't support what? Like IT work. Sure, it can. I can't. That's yeah, why no IT person uses Apple. Well, what would you need to do that you can't do? It's not open source. Okay. Apple's a closed source network, so it can't work with Windows servers. It can't work with Macintosh, with um, fucking Linux or whatever the other, that weird fucking shit that they work with. Like, there's a lot of things that you can't do in IT that you can't do with Apple because of how it's closed off. It can't integrate with software that isn't Apple. And that's by design. Yeah, but I'm sure they have software. They're like you can use yeah. Windows shit if on everything Apple. Shit, if everything you have mm. is an Apple based product, yeah. But if it's a Windows based product, it's a lot harder to use an Apple product. At least from what I've been told. I'm not saying this off a first has experience because I'm not an IT guy. Mm. But from what I've been seeing, you can't use uh, apples to do uh, stuff like that's heavily in IT. Well, it's probably because everybody uses Windows. That's the new. That's the, pretty much the standard, yeah, right? New, but. Well, so I'm saying like that's the standard. So, I mean, I guess that would kind of make sense. Maybe. I don't know. Anyways. So, yeah. So it's just interesting to see, okay, there was some sell off happening. What's going to happen with Meta that he's like, oh, fuck, I got to get out, man. I got to fucking cash out because obviously there's a reason. It's not like he's just doing this just because, you know, I he mean, sees something or something's being forecast. on. The like future. I said, like Meta has not had a positive month since they came out. Yeah, but their stock was still worth fucking. It billions been, of dollars it had been going down though since day one it has not gone from what since I what the when the apple thing came out no since the, the integration of what meta sorry of the metaverse oh 
Meta Platforms Inc. Is that the name of it? Trillion dollar stock. Jesus Christ. Anyways, so I don't know. That was also interesting. And then uh, was it? To finish what I said. Oh yeah, go ahead. Sorry, what'd you say? (laughs) To restate what I said. I mean, if if I were Mark Zuckerberg, I knew that Apple Vision Pro Mm -hmm. is going to be the thing that has the biggest market share as far as like virtual reality and if everybody's going to be buying that well obviously that takes a hit for for the oculus which is the yeah product i think that, it's the quest or something right oculus quest then maybe it's to get ahead of the losses that the stocks would take maybe so he, maybe so he sells them early and maybe he buys them back at a lower um, price <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> that's fucking great which would be funny, but I mean, how much were the shares worth? You said it was total? like seven hundred and fifty million dollars, so it's almost a billion dollars worth of stock what, that he sold. What was the remember. percentage of the total shares that were sold? That I don't know. I don't know what his total share price or share holdings are in terms of that. But it's it's a trillion dollar. It's got a trillion dollars worth of money out there in stock. So essentially, I mean, what was me, dude? For a guy, that, I agree. Fuck, if this guy's selling. Who, who knows how many shares he just made 750 million dollars he paid nothing for the shares or he's preventing losses that's what i'm saying for in reality probably but i mean yeah. god just imagine the tax bill you had to pay on that fucking shit ah what no so um, i scratched my phone so i just got this phone i already gotta do another claim on it <sighs> that sucks i remember when i first signed up for Verizon, the monthly protection for the insurance yeah was like it was like eight dollars now it's like almost twenty dollars oh yeah that's why i i dumped it i dumped it and i just got the apple care on mine because it's cheaper for all my oh, devices individually the new one that verizon has now was that the like one where it does all your whole shit yeah yeah but it doesn't yeah because i tried to I, it's it's i'm paying for the one that's like this is a side note but it's like sixty dollars a month or whatever there's one that's like a hundred twenty bucks a month for me well, maybe because you only have one device, but for me, it's $60 a month and then like, oh, you could claim your TV or whatever. Yeah. So I just said, oh, cool. I was just going to do it just to claim it. And they were like, oh, no, you can't claim your TV. And I was like, well, it says I can claim it on here. Uh, no, you can't. You have the receipt from when you bought it. And I was like, well, this TV's like 10 years old. Uh, yeah, it's too bad. And I'm just like, well, fuck. What's the point of this? So I just said, fuck it. I'm dumping it. I'm getting rid of it. They can get fucked. But anyways, so there's that. Um There was something I did want to bring up about that I thought Adam would like. Uh, so I'll wait, wait till he comes back. Here. Yeah, I'll wait till he comes back. And then uh, let's see. The fuck? Oh, also there was uh, supposedly a Chinese engineer who stole trade secret technology for detecting nuclear missile launches. What was that? It was a Chinese engineer that allegedly stole trade secret technology for detecting nuclear missile launches. And, you know, obviously gave it back to the Chinese government. So... There was that leak that happened, so that's that's great. I don't know exactly what the guy what they got because that's obviously it's under investigation. So whatever they're probably giving him a reward for it, like the other guy. Yeah, probably. Um, anyways, I did have a uh, I did have something that I thought Adam would be very interested to hear about an update on the Venezuela Guyana uh, <laughs> deal that we talked about like a month ago. Um, remember how they said that they wanted to be all friends and they were going to just be like, Oh, we're going to work it out. Don't worry. We're just going to be peace. And no, neither of us are, they signed that pact or whatever the fuck it was to not invade each other. Um, 
basically Venezuela uh, went ahead and uh, sent a shit ton of light tanks and missile equipped patrol boats and armored carriers to their border with fucking Guyana. <laughs> Nothing says formal treaty like <laughs> like, like a bunch of fucking military hardware showing up on your border. <laughs> so yeah, I just thought that was fucking great. I'm like, wow, they went through all this trouble to do this dog and pony show saying about how we're good buddies and we're just going to we're going to talk this out. No, no war is going to happen. It's going to be super peaceful. And then like 30 days later, they're sending all this fucking yeah, shit. Right. To the border. A war is not going to happen. Yeah, they're just going to steamroll them because Gia doesn't have a fucking probably standing army or yeah, equipment. They, to they, fight. they have like yeah. eight, they have like eight dudes and fucking. <laughs> Eight dudes in, in fucking uh, 1980s military uh, camouflage. They had the Treaty of Friendship in fucking Guyana and Venezuela. Where that, that's as good as uh, that's as good as me. I don't know what the fuck analogy I'm trying to come up with, but yeah, dude, that's fucked. I I, I have a feeling that uh, that thing will be resolved with with violence. Oh, with, yeah, yeah. I definitely, I, I agree. I definitely think it's the shit is going to go down for them. For fucking sure. Um, also, the El Salvador thing, UK, UK lay or the guy that uh, got reelected to be president, wiped out 95% of the organized crime within El Salvador. Jesus Christ. What, did he just kill everybody? I don't know. I That's the part I was kind of curious about. I never got to... To like look into it, look into it. But apparently, this guy is very popular, and he has secured the safety of the country. I think a lot of people are pretty happy. <laughs> what if he's like, "Yes, I've gotten rid of organized crime because I made them all government employees, so now they all work for us." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's possible, man. I mean, God damn it. How, how is that? Uh, how did he get rid of it so quickly? That I mean, dude, that's that's a that's a hell of a feat for him to get. Of organized crime, yeah. I mean, that basically means that what, whatever. Can you put a pause real quick? Uh, yeah, hold on. Go. All right. So now that that's out of the way, uh, yeah. So the the president of was El Salvador, right? Got rid of fucking organized crime. Uh, it's basically the shit that I see is basically where the fuck is the thing, and it's not coming up. Well, anyways, anyways, uh, go ahead. Yeah, I was gonna say was that. Uh, for their law enforcement and shit, man. That's a big fucking commitment that those guys have any integrity. That's oh, yeah. something that's something I think maybe that's probably a problem in Mexico is that um their own law enforcement is just comp- compromised. Uh yeah, because they're getting paid off by the cartels and shit. Yeah, so I mean for them to accomplish it, it's like how the fuck did you guys do it? I mean, this is like the template of how Central and South because you know Peru has a history of oh yeah people like end up taking the presidency and I don't know how many different people have been removed from the presidency of Peru, but it's just, you know, it's just kind of a meme. That yeah. Central and South America have is everything's just corrupt and it's fucking yeah, run so, by the gangs and shit or the mobs. Yeah. Anyways, what, 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 I forgot what his name was. Is it Ukele or UK? Yeah. It's uh ukulele night. Naib Bukele. Okay. Man, that's hard to say. Yes. Yeah. Look at this shit, dude. What? They don't want to. They don't want to replace my phone. They want me to upgrade. I mean, that makes sense. But I stole five hundred bucks. Well, sucks for you. So what? You can't do it. No, that sucks. Right. Here we go. Being the pirate way again. Being the pirate way. Are you gonna be a pirate? <laughs> you go steal one off of a ship and going with the whole Crunchyroll thing. Oh yeah. 
All right. So basically, uh, yeah, he just basically put in emergency powers and he just basically they put the military everywhere. And that's how they just fucking crushed it. Because anybody who was caught doing anything, jail immediately or, or executed. What are you talking about? That's not a military dictatorship. Hey, we got rid of the got rid of the got rid of the shit got rid of the, the shit bags got rid of the gangs so i mean it's effective i mean say what you want about whether it's, it's like legit Mexico, man. all you need to do is let the americans come in take care of the cartel and destroy their destroy all their collateral debt destroy all their buildings and, and people because we don't care about their their land yeah goddamn their homicide rate was 38 per 100,000 people and then later in that year when he did this it went down to 7.8 7. in 100,000 yeah, yeah man it, it it like decreased by like what what is that a factor of like 5 it's like crazy. Than, it's probably less than Chicago, dude. Fuck. Oh, that's definitely fucking less than Chicago, man. <laughs> More California and shit. That's, <laughs> that's definitely less. Fuck. Well, the sad part is if if you remove Detroit, Washington D.C., uh, Detroit, Washington City, and I forget it. What's that shitty? Washington D.C., Detroit, Chicago. Huh? Talking about Chicago? Yeah, Chicago. Like, if you remove them from the United States, we go from, like, number three in gun violence to, like, dead last. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah. That's why they call it Chirac, right? Because it's fucking... Well, there's a block in Chicago where the cops don't go into it after night. Because it's just so bad? Yeah. After night, no calls are accepted. Not even from them, EMS, nobody. Damn, that's crazy, man. And that's in the United States, bro. <laughs> that is fucking straight up anarchy. You could do whatever the fuck you want at nighttime there. Fuck, what was that one fucking documentary where the guy was talking about? Uh, it was about the cartels. Uh huh. And they were ta- he was later talking like, why do you think you don't hear about the Crips and the Bloods anymore? The cartels got rid of them or pushed them to the side because they made the Mexican gangs more powerful than them mm. because they needed someone to run shit for them. Oh, that's true. They needed an avatar here in the United States. So if you get rid of their competition, then you just make your shit the number one. I don't think they got rid of them. They just It's just to the point where it's not even relevant anymore because it's so diminished. Yeah. Like Grove Street in Grand San Andreas. <laughs> <laughs> Good old Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. What was it? So it shows, uh, comparisons like Grand Theft Auto San Andreas and it shows the the ballers in the in the Grove Street having a shootout. Yeah. Grand Theft Auto 5. And it just shows a bunch of people wearing the the morph suits. Oh, from like, um, uh, Filthy Frank. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> pink guy. But it just shows a bunch of people wearing more suits just fucking hitting the shit out of each other with dildos and shit. <laughs> That's funny. Um. Anyways. So, yeah. So. That's crazy. The cartel shit. This border. Oh, the update on the, uh, the border situation. Uh, I guess in the areas that Texas has like put up their barriers or whatever. I guess they've just stopped the immigration altogether. Nobody's coming over. So it's been effective, but they're still, I don't know, fighting it out with the federal government in court. I I think that that the the feds are going to not have, give a shit too much about that for much longer because uh, as these things escalate with uh, the Middle East and we're going to have to continue giving support there. And also as tensions increase and escalate with China, I, I think we're going to have a lot bigger fish to fry than fucking dealing with uh, our own border issue here i guess and they're just gonna say fuck it and just let it ride because they're gonna have more pressing matters to fucking make decisions on so um and we've been continually just fucking up yemen and the and the houthis and all that stuff so uh those those strikes are increasing and uh has bullet stopped fucking with us too no they actually last night 
or wait, last night or yesterday or whatever, sometime technically recently. sometime recently as we've recorded this episode, they launched a fresh assault against, uh, you know, Israeli targets or whatever. And the Israelis clap back. And then we also clap back as at them as well. So it, things are just continuing to go the downward fucking spiral, as they say, with this whole situation. Wasn't there more than that? There was two other uh, between Iraq and Syria. I don't remember what what uh, what involvement we had there. Maybe it was Iranian. Yeah, it was the Iranian-backed militias that are. I know. Didn't we bomb Syria? Spots in Syria oh yeah, we've too. been blowing up spots in Syria and Iraq because Yemen's, that's where and Yemen's next. So like some of our bases that are in Syria and Iraq are getting attacked, and that's where this whole this where this whole thing has started with us getting involved heavily now. Or I guess you could say the the to the level at which we're what do we say? What do we call it? A proportional response. Um, Good old fat electricity. Yeah, is because they. I mean, he didn't invent that term. But yeah, like I, I would disagree on that. I think you give that guy way too much fucking credit. I mean, yeah, he's he's got some funny shit, but I, I don't think he he takes a lot of it that's already existed. So, I mean, yes, good for him. He's making funny videos and stuff. But I mean, I, I'm just saying because I haven't seen it before him. Oh, yeah. No, that's that's been a thing for a while. Like that's like that's always on everything. I mean, the, the government always says that. Oh, yeah, we're taking we're going to give a proportional response. You know, I get that. But the fact that people are using it as a joke recently is what I'm saying. I mean, it's been used as a joke before, so I wouldn't say I've that. Never he, heard that. Well, I've heard of it. I could probably show you more examples of it, but anyways, um, this ain't the Fat Electrician Podcast, so he can fucking do his own advertising. Uh, anyways, so yeah, I fuck. What was I saying? Iraq and Iraq. Oh yeah, and, Iraq that, and Syria. Yeah, that's why we went in with our response proportionally to blow up all their shit is because they killed three of our guys. So and then they continued instead of backing off. Now that we've been blowing up a lot of their infrastructure that they're using to get rockets and shit over into the Houthis and shit and want all that stuff. Now they're just continuing to just badger us. And they've been they've been stepping up their attacks against our bases and whatnot. And yeah, they haven't really killed anybody else. But I mean, listen, that broken clock is right twice a day. So they'll eventually get lucky and kill some of our guys. It's a probability thing. Yeah, it's 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 just a matter of what is it? Yeah, probably probability or averages or whatever it's fucking, it's it's fucking uh it's brute forcing a problem their own solution is just throwing shit until it sticks if we can take out a few u.s u.s soldiers or whatever i mean what, but what's the grand scheme though because if you're just gonna pick off a few people that's not really saying much it's just uh you're picking off a few people so the fuck what yeah at this point i would say it's probably more of a moral victory for them I would imagine, right? Like it's like, oh, we're just we're 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 attacking the great Satan. Unless they're just fucking throwing shit just to escalate it into a fuck. I mean, because yeah. Well, I, 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 that's I, to me that's the goal. Iran is trying to goad us into just attacking them outright because image I mean, wise, it would look like we're inst. We're oh inst- yeah, we're provoking it, initiating it first, as opposed to we would look like the aggressors for sure. Yeah. I mean, that's how it would be played out. The, Iran's already been playing the victim in all of this internationally. Oh, they're just attacking some of our people. And yes, we're just over there in an advisory capacity. But, oh, they're killing people. And this is so bad. Well, I mean, listen, if you wouldn't be advising these assholes to attack us, then you wouldn't be having this problem right now. So I do think that they're trying to fuck around. And as as Frank says, they're. <laughs> they'll find out eventually i mean what happens right like 
they're gonna they're gonna get fucking annihilated if they actually step up for real. But I don't know. It's never, I don't think it. I mean, shit. I know that not everybody's at the behest of uh, the Ayatollah fucking yeah, yeah. Iran, but fuck me, dude. How long? How long is this going to go on before we just say you guys have badgered us enough? You poked the bear. 10, 20 times. Yeah. You're starting to... Trying to piss us off. <laughs> yeah. To be honest with you, I I don't know. I think that this thing could almost go on indefinitely. I mean, let's just be honest. It's been going on for thousands of years. This, this conflict between quote-unquote Christian, Muslim, and Jew, that's what this comes down to. It's at its base level, that's what it is. Uh, I think it's... Yeah, it's opposite ideologies. That's what are opposing ideologies, I guess, is what this whole thing comes down to. It, because guess what? If we were a Muslim country, they wouldn't be. We'd be buddies or whatever. Right. Same thing. If they were a predominantly Christian nation or whatever, we'd probably be friends. But they're not. So now we're enemies because of the Crusades. And fucking, there's a lot of historical bad blood there. Right. Like that's kind of what it comes down to. At the end of the day, if you boil it down, it comes down to religious ideologies. Religious fundamentalism is the root cause of all this shit. I feel like it's more money and power thing. I mean, because they're fucking with the cargo, the you know, the cargo lines in the well, Red Sea. That's the mechanism by which they're trying to fuck with us because that they think will hurt us. Which really, I mean, listen, all they're doing is fucking hurting their buddy China because now China's got to send their shit fucking all the way the- around the Horn of Africa as opposed to just sending it through there and saving money and gas or fuck, I don't know, whatever the fuck they're they're using. But, I mean, and they're making the insurance go up on these things because, you know, these ships have insurance to carry all the fucking this shit. So if one of them goes down, then people who have their shit getting shipped aren't going to be like, oh, fuck, I lost all my shit. You know, that it's, it's insured. So now these insurance companies are not insuring the stuff because... And then what are you doing? You're just funneling to another pirate hen, de, uh, haven down into Somalia. They have to go past that fucking area. So, yeah, I, I don't mean, know. It's it's a clusterfuck. The whole thing is a clusterfuck. And the only way things this gets resolved is uh go on air raids all all over all over the fucking region itself and firmly reestablish the US as the global power that it is that we are not taking this shit anymore and we only have to fucking push soldiers on our goddamn ground to fucking to have an influence so yeah that's probably the only way it does get resolved is with turning, collateral damage yeah is this we're gonna kill all your friends and and you so i hope it doesn't escalate into a regional war that fucking includes lebanon uh iran fucking Ugh. jordan yemen I mean, it seems to be heading that direction. That's for sure. I mean, I don't know. Who knows? Maybe people will just say, hey, all right, all right. We, fuck, we fucked about enough. Let's just stop. Let's just chill. Let's, let's quit while we're ahead. Because let's be honest, we haven't wiped out their entire infrastructure. So they're still ahead right now. They, they can still quit and just call it quits. And we'll, we'll probably back off. And so. to add on about the Saudi Arabia thing, since you were talking about bricks. Oh, yeah. It is rather funny that they were included... I think they are one of the states that is being added to the alliance. Yeah, they actually signed the paperwork at the end of last month. It's the 28th or 9th. I think last, last, it was either this week or last week that they were asking for a security 
some kind of security partnership between the U.S. I know you already said that, but yeah, yeah. they're saying that, and that the I don't think they're asking. They're stating that Israel is. They're not taking the knee so that Israel could ex, can exist. Ex, so Israel cannot exist. <laughs> they they yeah. want Palestine as its own country. Yeah, yeah. So even for their own security. Not not uh not taking the knee for Israel now. So I think that's uh I think that's rather rather interesting because one possible scenario I think will end up happening is uh, maybe Iran being the opportunist that they are is that they push on Saudi Arabia's borders. Yeah, and be like, let's let's fucking duke it out. Like this is the opportune moment. This is, this thing is escalating. Let's see what happens, and then Saudi Arabia is going to ask us to essentially be their security. Maybe they'll get desperate enough. Maybe maybe they will take the knee and say that Israel is the only state that should fucking <laughs> exist. I don't know. Maybe they will, or maybe they've already made a deal because there was that meeting that that the Chinese brokered between the, the Iran head and the fucking king or prince or prince head crown prince or whatever of Saudi Arabia. And that's when this whole peace deal between Saudi Arabia and Iran, basically they squashed a thousand years of fucking blood blood feud or whatever because the Chinese told them, hey, you guys got to figure this shit out. And and I think it's because there's going to be some shit going down in the Middle East that they know. And they're like, hey, you ne- you guys need to be friends because you're going to need all the help you can get when this shit pops off. Because it, it already seems like the the alliance, even in in being brothers, I guess, essentially in Islam, that they're all on the same page that Palestine needs to exist. If they're asking for security, they really don't believe that Iran is, they don't have an ally in Iran. Well, I think that they're trying to do it so that we don't fuck them up because if they have a peace deal with us, we don't fuck them up. Yeah. It's like we, they'll be exempt from the fucking because they're like, Hey man, we got a peace deal with you guys. We got, you guys are supposed to protect us and it secures them from getting turned into a parking lot because we were, we were with you guys the whole time. Right. Oh yeah. We were taking, we were on bricks. We joined bricks. We did all these things against you, but oh come on guy. We were here all the whole time, buddy. Yeah. We we've always, so we can get it so they can get it on paper to say that yeah. they were st- strategically aligned, right? Economically positioned the opposite. Right. Which, way. which is, which are, which are two contradictory things. You can't be both. That's what they're trying to do. They're trying to have their cake and eat it too. Right. That's like essentially what's going on yeah. with them. And I don't know. I, I think they're fucking about they're, they're I don't think we're going to be there to help them. I think they're going to be right in the crosshairs. The first, who, who the fuck knows if this will be the first time that we can say they'll be on their own. And if they are, it'd be, I mean, I'll be watching that situation because. Oh yeah. Maybe we'll be to that point where they will be asking, fuck, I am desperate enough. We are desperate enough. The seven, I don't know how many kingdoms they have or how many, how many, princes they have that are shit there's like hundreds of fucking princes and fucking ah there's a ton i don't know the exact number but it's a lot what do you know it like 13 nations so there should only be 13 princes 13 what there's only there should only be like 13 nations that are in the uae no no, we're talking about saudi arabia specifically right yeah saudi arabia yeah saudi arabia is the biggest one yeah, but Saudi Arabia has a shit. They have like a shit ton of dudes that are like princes and shit. Because everybody who's like, because you know the king, whatever had like eighteen concubines, and they each had like seven children each. So then like 
the current state now is everyone is like somehow like a prince or some kind of a you know what i'm saying like there's a blood there's a through it's, line it's a bloodline yeah like because that's why they have the crown prince because that's like the head prince that's like the real head guy like the, the tribal chief yeah he is the tribal <laughs> chief they do acknowledge him day one dude day one how many princes are let's see if there's a there's an answer for that in saudi Arabia. i i, I don't i don't know if we'll get well shit i mean there should be an answer but if there isn't that'd be funny Dang, dude, no more crown jewel if things go down, man. Oh, yeah, no, that's, uh, oh, yeah. The ruling family of Saudi Arabia includes up to 15,000 members, including 4,000 princes. Good Lord. Who serve in an array of governing positions at the heads of businesses and on advisory councils. So there are 4,000 princes. Oh, Jesus. In just in Saudi Arabia right. alone. I do have to add, this is somewhat tangentially related, though not a uh, CUP. Yeah, yeah, tangentially related. Uh, CUP related topic, but talk about people that are bowing to Saudi Arabia. I mean, WWE essentially did it because now they do pay-per-views, I think yearly. Yeah. Annually. For whatever reason, I don't know what the amount of money was that the undertaker decided that he was going to go out to some soccer game between two Arab. Wait, he just went and attended. He went and attended and the trophy <laughs> it's the craziest shit, dude. Because imagine what the money was for him to go to this thing to present this trophy between two Arab like football clubs. I don't know what the league is called, but he went out to this thing and he did the whole fucking entrance. Yeah. He did this whole fucking entrance and then he presented like the trophy and he did the whole raising the fist thing. Oh my like, wow, what a sellout, dude. <laughs> Oh, yeah, dude. It shows him right here. He presents the Riyadh season trophy ahead of the major soccer game. Yeah. His dedication. Oh, fuck. Wow. This is like, I can't even fucking believe this. Now, okay. Is that more of a traitorous act than Tucker Carlson interviewing Putin? I don't know. He took money from an enemy, basically, or someone who's not necessarily on our side. No, I think it's Russia. I think it's the same. I think I don't, it's on the okay, same. Okay, but Russia, but okay, let's just, I don't think Tucker Carlson got paid by Russia to do this. I don't know that for a fact, but we can say for a fact that The Undertaker was definitely paid by Saudi Arabia to do this, right? So then by that logic, Vince McMahon should be a traitor. Yeah, no, I do think that him making those deals with Saudi Arabia is is for sure treason. Like, I think that is definitely. But we're not in any kind of conflict against Saudi Arabia. Well, no, they're Probably economically they're 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 an economic enemy because they joined BRICS. Okay, now maybe they, when he did that back then, he okay, wasn't sure, part of BRICS. sure. But now that they've done that and the WWE is continuing well, to do those deals, long, we don't know how long ago they made this deal. Oh with yeah. yeah, it doesn't matter if you. Well, it doesn't matter because how if he made the deal before BRICS and yeah. Okay, but even if he didn't make the okay, they they were joining BRICS two years ago, so. Even if he made this deal prior to two years ago, he could have just not done it now and said, "Oh no, I can't join with you guys. I can't do this." Was already signed. What do you think? The, what, do you what are think? they going to do? They're a foreign country. Are they going to sue him in America for breach of contract? What contract? Your foreign law contract? Get fucked. At the same time, he's not going to do anything to fuck over with Vince, though, either. Yeah, but Vince ain't around no more. Two years ago, he was. Yeah, but also, I mean, yeah, okay, so then. Hmm. That, is, put that, that does raise do you, a good question. Do you though. put that loyalty to Vin, Would you be more loyal to Vince McMahon than I your country? Think, I don't think it's the. Well, now it's not Vince McMahon. It obviously no, it's, it's TKO. TKO. Yeah, so that is an interesting question because then you're saying 
Because that was the yeah, that deal was made signed, before. If he signed a contract. Are you gonna say? So you're saying that he shouldn't be a man of his word? Okay. If I sign a contract, let's say with uh, England, all right, to do to, to do this, let's say to present this trophy, and then a couple of weeks before I'm to go do this, they literally join an economic pact with all the countries that hate us and that are our enemy, right? And if I went and did it, then I would be saying, well, I'm here for the money. Even though you guys are directly economically opposing us and politically opposing my country, I'm still going to come here and do this because it's the money. Because I'm sure they offered him a shit ton of money. I mean, I heard they were offering guys multi-million dollars at the Crown Jewel events just to fucking one appearance. Just like, that's why they had Shawn Michaels and Triple H and Undertaker and Kane do that tag team match because they wanted all of them to wrestle and they paid them each like 18 million, 20 million dollars. Something ridiculous. Oh my God. So, and that was the Saudis directly paying them. So that wasn't like through the WWE. That was that was just directly the Saudis saying, "Hey, we're gonna pay you right. guys this much money." <clears throat> did you did, did you uh, finish your? Yeah, go ahead. Your proposition, well, not your proposition, oh. but your argument that you were making. Uh, I don't know if I did or not. I don't know if I my argument even makes sense. But I'm just saying that if someone, if I were to go to a country and then they were to be, turn out to be an an enemy of us or economically oppose us or do something that would that would be negative to our country i would tell them to get fucked i'm not sure okay okay for i'd you, send them back the individually, money individually for yourself correct how how would you run that situation if what if i was offered yes if you were thrown okay so if the saudis money. came to me and said hey josh we'll pay you 20 million or let's this is not even get crazy let's say we'll pay you a million dollars okay pay you a million dollars if you just come and present this fucking trophy. Yeah. And this was, let's say it was two or three years ago. Oh, we want you to do this in two or three years. Okay, cool. Well, obviously they're not going to pay me until I fucking do it. So I'm just sitting around waiting. So, okay. If it comes time now to go and this, this is now, and this happened a day ago, it happened yesterday. So their finalization into bricks happened prior to this happening. Yeah. So, if I hear about that and I know that, well, again, I follow this shit. So maybe the Undertaker doesn't follow this shit. But either way, I know about it. You're, I'm done with you. I'm not fucking around. I'm not coming there for any amount of money because you're an, you're an enemy of America. You join Bricks, you are now our enemy. All right. Fair answer. Because, again, what's Bricks trying to do? Take that their whole stated goal is to take down the United States dollar, which is how we live in a great first world country as we have. So you're trying to fucking make me poor. And you're trying to fuck me over? Oh no, get get fucked. I'm not I'm not having it. I'm not doing anything to benefit you. Yeah. So that's my opinion. All right. I don't know. What's your opinion? I don't I'm, I oh. I wasn't gonna <laughs> You don't have one. You turn it on me. I didn't, yeah, sorry. I didn't answer it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not answering this question. <laughs> yeah, not to say that I would or anything, but the next question, uh-huh. since we're on the subject of TKO, right? Yeah. So since Vince organized the the deal between Saudi Arabia and the Crown Jewel event and presumably like what because I, like, I think at some point they're gonna have a wrestlemania right like that would be i'm sure that's what they were leading to like because imagine what the amount of money they'll make doing a wrestlemania at fucking in some in some part of saudi arabia right right all right so tko did not have any part with the contract as far as saudi arabia goes for any of the events that are being hosted there correct so once their contractual between the WWE and Saudi Arabia itself. Once their contractual obligation ends, who the fuck knows when that happens? Do you think TKO decides, you know, 
that was a nice arrangement for what happened between Vince and the country itself. I don't know if we're going to go down the road. Do you think they'll take that stand to in the future once the contract ends, or do you think they'll have some kind of negotiation in the future or even entertain an offer? Personally, the fact that, okay, and this is going to sound fucked up, but the fact that Vince made a deal with a country who literally like kills gay people and fucking like, you know, oppresses people's rights and all, there's or all kinds of women. Human, right. And, and, and I, the fact that he did that deal to begin with, I don't know if it's treasonous, but it's definitely, it's definitely sus it at the, at the least. And okay. So they made this deal in 2019 and it goes all the way through 2027. So we're, we're three years away from, from that. it yeah. being over essentially. Yeah. Um, in terms of. Cause that was between the WWE and correct. Yeah. yeah. So what, what does that mean for TKO? Cause now they still have to honor it. Oh, yeah. They yeah. Still have to honor it, but, like, theoretically what happens? Well, after the fact, they'd have to, to renew a deal. They'd have to do, they'd have to do another, I don't know, like another deal or something. Yeah. And so if they don't do another deal, then theoretically. Yeah, they, that's my question is what, what do you think would happen in that scenario? What, like 2027 right. comes around. Yeah. What do you think happens? I will tell you this, my personal opinion, because of what has happened with the, not to go super deep on the whole Vince McMahon controversy, uh, but yeah. with what has happened and the money that it's probably going to cost them, I think that they're going to have to go fucking forward. If 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 Saudi Arabia still exists as a country, they're going to have to do another deal with them. I think so too. Like, I think, like they won't be able to pay it. They won't be able to pay the WWE. What do you mean? Because the WWE ain't gonna get paid in ruples. Uh I wonder how much. The, I, I don't know. I think that they're. I think they're going to do it. Like if they're desperate enough, yeah. I mean, I think they if, will be. If because that woman Janelle Grant is not. It's not just suing Vince McMahon. It's the WWE in its entirety. Oh, okay. It's a. Te- it's ten years, a hundred million dollars a year, oh. and it's an additional fifty million dollars for each show that they hold in the year. So the deal is just a hundred million dollars, and then they get fifty million dollars for each show that they do there. So they've been doing two a year. So they've been basically getting $200 million a year just off of that. And that's over the course. That's, that's basically what? $2 billion over the course of fucking 10 years. So shut your fucking mouth. I mean, take that fucking money. <laughs> for, yeah. I mean, for $2 billion, do you think they're going to say no? Oh, they're saying that it's even, oh, and uh, they're saying that essentially this is going to be the thing to put. They're going to think about putting the UFC in there now. That they're already there are the, yeah the rumblings are already discussing how they're going to do UFC events because apparently the Saudis also want they love the WWE but apparently they also love watching dudes beat the shit out of each other so uh, they want that too and I'm sure I'm sure they're gonna fucking do it I'm sure that TKO will sign that deal and say yep we're gonna put Saudi Arabia we're gonna have hundred million dollars a year. Two fucking events in in two UFC events. No women's no no women's division matches will be in there. Oh shit! To me, that's fucking selling out because you can't, as an organization, say, "Hey, we respect the rights of our athletes, and we want all of our athletes, whether they be gay, straight, male, female, transgender, whatever the fuck, we respect their rights." You can't say that and then make a deal with this place that doesn't, and then say, "Okay, guys." We can't bring the women here. 
we can't bring, you know, anybody who's gay here. Yeah, some of the I mean to tie that in loosely with uh some of the world events that have been happening with Qatar yeah. and uh the World Cup is that they they bought their way into to the main event yeah. as far as like wrestling goes. Right. And I mean for a, for a tourist attraction to be told you can't do X Y or Z. I mean they were told that unmarried couples couldn't fornicate within their hotels. It's like, okay, well, how are you going to check that? And how, why, why even bother like mentioning that no alcohol, none of that shit. So, I mean, that's a lot of balls to demand that and expect everybody else to comply to you, which means that, I mean, you're, fucking, the World Cup. you're, you're bending, you're bending the fucking knee, dude. You, yeah. You're complying to what the cut, like the coast, the, the coast, the, the country that's hosting is, I mean, shit, if you expect it's supposed to be the inverse. Yeah. The country that hosts is going to bend the knee to you to accommodate you bringing this huge event there. Right. Yeah. Which then tells me that like the World Cup doesn't believe it's the draw. It's the location. That's that's what's the draw, apparently. Yeah. Because if if you had the negotiating power to say, hey, we're not going to fucking do this shit. Yeah. You can give us all this money or you're just selling out. That's what it is, because I'm sure Qatar had the most biggest offer. Right, I'm sure that's what it was. It's I think money related. I think uh, some of the members within the FIFA organization were outed for taking bribes for the bid for Qatar. Oh man! And I think some of them were arrested or something along those lines. I couldn't tell you who for sure. Yeah, yeah, but who those people were. But I mean, I'm sure that's going to be in the history books at some point. Talking about well. Maybe just just in the history of football, yeah, football, soccer itself. I mean, they betrayed the principles of their organization for money. That's that's essentially what it was. Yeah. Right? So I mean, shit. You're talking about people being having human human rights essentially, like across the world. Yeah. And you're saying that fucking women can't wrestle. Wait, is that, is that what has actually consistently happened at these crown jewel events? Is that I don't know uh, that for a fact. I'd have to look in. I'd have to look at it more to see if that's the case. But I mean, well, anyways, if you're limiting people, whether it's the audience members or even the participants in the event itself, yeah, and saying that they're not equal, and you're still taking the money, man, fuck. I mean, I guess if you don't have a conscience, it's all right. But still, I don't know if that's a situation that TKO is gonna, is gonna evaluate. I mean, if somebody throws them eight billion dollars or ten billion dollars. Yeah, there's no question they're going to take the money, especially if they're going to take a hit. Like, who's going to even pay for the bill if this woman win, wins the lawsuit? It's probably going to be them, right? Oh, yeah, no, definitely. So, dude. All right. So just just to this WWE thing, right? So the first two events that they did, the women wrestlers no, were not no allowed. Women. And God, just just to just to fucking just to further bury this whole fucking this whole WWE, man. Yeah. Uh the the quote was by Triple H was I understand people are questioning it but every culture is different and just because you don't agree with a certain aspect of it you can't dictate to a country about how they handle things WWE is at the forefront of women's evolution in the world and we have had discussions about them competing and hope in the next few years they will but like yeah they they then changed the law in Saudi Arabia so that women wrestlers could come but they had to be accompanied by a male guardian at all times so there you go again it's still oppression like and that's them selling out. They're selling out their principles. And I don't think you can say on one end, oh, yes, we believe in women's rights. But then also, 
bow to this kind of stuff. So I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't get it. I think, uh, I think it's hypocritical. I don't know. I think it is. I think it's fucking selling out. And like I said, I don't know if it's necessarily can be considered treasonous then, but I think certainly any deal that happens in the future with Saudi Arabia having directly, what's the word I'm looking for? With having Saudi Arabia directly been opposing the United States as a global power, I think it's treasonous to make any future deals with them. So yeah, I get it. They, they, they kind of got grandfathered into this deal that the WWE previously made. So I guess I can't fault them too much because they kind of, like Frank said, okay, sure, they have to abide by it. Oh, they could tell them to fuck off. I mean, you know, they have, they have, they could do it. Fuck it. What are they going to do? I mean, I don't think, I don't know, unless the WWE paid, got paid in advance, which maybe they did get paid in advance. And that's why they're like, fuck, we can't, we can't pay these assholes back 40 billion, $4 billion or whatever we're going to own. Yeah. So we have to do this. So in that aspect, I guess I would understand. But if you make a new deal with them in 2027 or whatever, straight treason. Traitorism. Man. Firing squad. <laughs> for, all, for the lot of them. That's what I say. Imagine if Cody took a stand. Cody oh, Rhodes. Maybe. You said, I am WWE uh, undisputed. Huh? Cena did that the first year. He refused to go. He yeah. Did? Yeah. Him, uh, Daniel Bryan. Don't even get me started. He shielded for China, so I don't even want to. <laughs> Who's that? John Cena. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's definitely. Yeah, but they didn't. John Cena didn't do it because it was rank. He probably did it because his wife told him not to, or his girlfriend at the time. Yeah, I don't know. Still, still, I don't, I don't, don't, I don't bend the knee to China, and neither should he have, and neither should have the NBA or whoever else fucking like you know because they're trying <laughs> to expand over there, and so they're kissing the ass of the China to try to like get of, of, the, chi- of, of the China. China. They're trying. Well, I was gonna say <laughs> something else, but I you know. Oh, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm trying to clean it up for Adam because he always points out uh, things that I say. So I'm trying to, <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to clean it up for him. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I they uh, I don't I don't believe in that. I think that's traitor. I think that's treason. That's treason right there. You're kissing their ass and kowtowing to them for money. That's treason. Yeah. I'm trying to say, oh, they're so progressive. That's what they're doing in Saudi Arabia. Oh, look at how progressive they are. No, they're not. <laughs> no, they're fucking not. So what are we at in time? Uh, hour 30. All right. So you got, anyways. you got anything else to add? I don't think I have anything else. Frank, would you have anything else you want to talk about? F38s. No. F38s. Yeah. You want to talk about F35s? F22s? You want to talk about A30, A10s? A10 Warthogs, perhaps? Birds. Huh? No, nah, I'm good. You're good? Yeah. You All right. Talk about Panzer tanks from World War II. I mean, I can talk about Panzer tanks from World War II. <laughs> <laughs> Hell of a machine. Yeah. On the wrong side of history, though. On the on the rock, yeah. <laughs> Hell of a machine just made for the wrong team. Anyways, all right. Well, I guess that does it for this episode. So uh thank you guys for tuning in. And uh you can follow us on all our stuff. Game Rage Magazine. Yeah, yeah, you know the drill. Uh anyway, stay tuned for uh the next episode when uh the CUP crew gets assassinated by either a Russian guy or the Saudi Arabians or someone to that effect. Because <laughs> we pissed off the right people. No, we were entertainment, like Tucker Carlson. Yeah. He's not a journalist, he's an entertainer. We're he's an entertainer. That's what we are. We're just entertainers. Just remember that. Entertainers. All right. We'll see you on the next one.
that was the latest episode of the Central Unintelligence Podcast. Don't forget, subscribe and like on Instagram and TikTok at Game Rage Magazine. We're also on Twitter slash X at Game Rage Mag. Also, our website, www.gameragemagazine.com.